0: Two I'm things
1: keep go back. I'm, I'm gonna start okay. with that. Hi, I'm Obi, that's Ed, and we are drinking from the Garden hose. your favorite podcast. Get us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Download us, like us, subscribe, leave comments. We love your feedback. Always leads to great shows. Interact with us. Ed, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Uh we are uh Coming off a couple uh, banger episodes, so hopefully we can live up to the hype that we've created for ourselves for the last couple episodes. So that's that's what I'm looking to do tonight. And um, Obi, we were just talking beforehand about crazy teenage kids, and and you know we may talk about crazy teenage Ed and Obi at some point in this episode, but you are just telling me kids today. What's what's going on with kids today?
1: So, uh, as our listeners know, I went on a vacation. I left Alex at home. I have the video footage to prove it. Nothing went down. There's another vacation plan for the future. We don't like to tell when, but for the future where Alex would be at home and Ed says to me, well, he instead of going on that trip that sounds amazing, he'd rather just throw a party. And I am convinced that kids today, they, look, they want to work from home. They want to party from home. They want to school from home. They want to talk to their friends while being at home, but nobody's coming to their house. At least... That's how my kids seem to be. They just... Uh, I'm not uh, too worried about the repercussions of leaving him at home and having a party. And I don't know if it's because my kid is good. I don't think it's because my kid is good. I think it's because my kids just don't want to hang out with anybody in person. That's what I'm saying. Kids today, give me a computer. I'll talk to 30 people. Give me face-to-face. Stay the fuck away.
0: So... It's really interesting because, you know, and again, my my kids are um, not going out on the party circuit either, which is thank God I'm I'm good with that. But uh, I do hear stories, Obi. I hear stories of parties. I hear stories of parents. This is crazy shit of parents who rent a hotel room so that they can go stay at it so their kid can throw a party at their house.
1: That I haven't heard. Now, I was going to say the other way around every
0: now and again. That's happening. That's happening in my town.
1: In my town. town. Parents going out so their kids can throw a party at their house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe that to happen. I I mean, a few years ago when my kids were still in middle school, uh, there was a big party in the town next door to us that got filmed. This was the early uh, internet days, and It got put on the internet. And then the parents got sued for all the underage drinking that was going on at their house. I don't think that happens as much anymore. They're suing for it because it hits the internet. Because uh, it just hits the internet now. Anyway, so I mean, I know these things are going on. Uh, I just don't know why my kids don't seem to be involved. I could be just uh, unaw- blissfully ignorant. But I think I know enough about his life. Uh that think it's not blissful ignorance and we got cameras in the house
0: yeah well maybe that's it so i i I thought immediately two things why would a kid turn down and again not saying when you're going or where you're going because i know you like your your privacy that's why you don't do podcasts or social media but the the point is two things went through my head you would only turn down a trip like that paid for if you're a teenage boy for two reasons one you want to throw a banger of a party? That's what I ca- came out of my mouth, and then you're like, "Hold that!" And you started the podcast. The second thing is if you think you're going to get laid. Like now, that's the only other reason you would give up a vacation is if you think you're going to get laid.
1: That seems more up his his alley. And if I caught a video of a female or a male, a person of interest, one coming through the house. He knows that all he'd get for it would be like, ha-ha, we caught you, moving on. So there's plausibility to that because he wouldn't get in trouble.
0: Well, yeah, so Obi, and, and what I know of you and some other conversations we've had, I'm not so sure he needs you to, I don't know, go to the moon or leave the country or travel 10 hours away in order for that to happen. I'm thinking just the weekend trip to the, or Tuesday night, Go play with swords, he can get it in. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not like we say, yes, do this. But you are right. If
1: uh, Erica and I were planning on going shopping for groceries on a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever night. and Tuesday night's
0: uh, sword night.
1: Tuesday night's sword night. Erica's going to be home. But Wednesday night, grocery shopping, which it
0: usually is at my house. Yeah. So kids today... I agree with you kids today just don't make sense but obi i i think you're wrong and maybe it's where you live this underage drinking with parents home happens a lot more than it ever happened when i was growing up like when i was growing up parents were i never ever was at a party and this might be a surprise to you i went to a lot of parties and never were the parents home right but now i i read about it in the internet all the time like in the and it's the rich communities around me right but these parents they're not only are they there, they're interacting with the kids. So there was a murder that happened at one of these parties. Kid got they got in a fight. Kid decided I guess fists weren't good enough, so he pulls a knife out, stabs the kid, kills him. Comes out, parents were at that party, the, the house, and the mom has an extra charge against her because she was interacting with the kids during the party. Okay, I have
1: not read that case. That is extreme that that happened, but. I grew up the same time as you did. Different town. The main Friday night place. Uh, There was parents there. As a matter of fact, if my memory isn't completely wrong, we all hung out on a Thursday night, watched the last episode of Cheers, and then headed down to the basement while the parents stayed upstairs. And the parents, I mean, they blatantly knew. It wasn't like, are they or aren't they? I mean... You walk down there, beer cans strewn all over the place. So I definitely had a house with parents when I was underage, where I uh, consumed large quantities of of alcohol. Um, cars were strictly uh, monitored, though. I will say that that was, you know, the rationale that they used. And wow. driving was strictly uh, walking home was strictly enforced when required.
0: Well, that's always the rationale. I'd rather have them drink under my nose than than me not be around until that kid got stabbed. That really worked out really well for those parents. But it's interesting you bring up Cheers because I want to segue a little bit here. So first of all, Cheers is not one of the – I mean, I love the show, but I never – that was not one of the shows I would have watched with my high school buddies. That was more of a – I don't know. I just – Kind of, I don't know. I guess I watched that on my own, or I watched that later in life, or I watched that in college. But either way, so it was interesting. But here's the thing about Gen Xers, which we are, right? Nostalgia hits Gen Xers. At, and again, there, there's I don't know if there's, say there's scientific research on this, but there's at least one article out there. It says Gen Xers are more nostalgic than the other generations. Now, maybe it's because the other generation's older than us don't even remember shit because they're so old at this point. And maybe because the generations younger than us are still living in their younger years. So maybe that's why we're the only nostalgic generation right now. But so Cheers, great show, right? What are those other TV shows that just hit you as a Gen Xer, right? Like 90210 was one that comes to my mind. Party of Five, right? Right. Had to watch uh, that. I even learned to. I even learned to record on the VCR for nine hundred two one zero and Party of Five. I I know of those two shows.
1: I did not watch those shows. I did not watch any. I shouldn't say any. Maybe you'll name one. I go. Oh yeah, I did. Oh shit, I did. But my basic recollection: if the show was an hour long, it better be uh, action. Or I usually was not watching it. Now that doesn't mean I didn't know about Dawson's Creek. Uh, you know
0: I didn't a, watch that shit. I didn't watch that shit. <laughs> that means
1: I you know I knew about nine oh two one oh. I was fully aware, had a sense of what was going on. Like, you know, I was aware because people talked about it. I didn't go, oh you I just it wasn't my you weren't a Melrose Place guy? No, no. Hour long dramas were not something I watched. Uh,
0: in those and days. And I I had that Thursday night was a nine oh two one oh into Melrose Place and then out to drinking club. I was still in college, I was doing that crap. Right. And, and in the, the other room, cup.
1: in the other room was us playing spades watching Friends and Seinfeld and then out.
0: Yeah, so I was a Seinfeld guy too, but never a Friends guy, which is crazy. Like that show was on at the same time I was going through this. But um so here's the thing about the nostalgia, and it's not so much about the TV shows, but we'll just bring that up. But what they're talking about, like Gen X, now we're coming of age where we're starting to control shit. And and very soon, we're going to outnumber the baby boomers because they're dying off, right? But the entertainment industry right now, think about all the remakes of Gen X shit. 21 Jump Street, right? They're, just think about the remakes that keep coming out. It's all Gen X. It's all nostalgia.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, even all this Disney stuff is, this Disney uh, Star Wars stuff that you and I talk about off air is, from that we're hooking back into that the number one movie of the year last year top gun maverick are you kidding me and like beat for beat the same freaking it wasn't even like i really i'm gonna you and i actually have never talked about this movie because you watched it in the theater and i did not watch it until i went on my trip to europe and first of all i'm watching this movie on the plane and my were
0: you wondering why
1: the plane wasn't
0: going faster
1: it was. The plane was taking off simultaneous to the opening plane takeoff. Like nice. it, it, was like, it was like somebody did it on purpose. It was perfect. And it was just, you know, pick your own movie and watch it. So that was really cool. But the movie was like, I thought the movie was going to be more like Color of Money, which was a youthful movie from our age that was a sequel to a 50-year-old movie. I don't know if it was exactly 50, but the same sort of thing. Than like a remake of Maverick, of Top Gun, which just was more of. With the, but even that movie, totally nostalgic, cannot be accidental that the run that they had to do was a Death Star run. Like, that was not an, <laughs> it. That
0: was so, like, Obi, you're, you're onto something here because Color of Money is really interesting. I, so I, I saw parts of that movie, the movie sucked, I thought. And in the movie that it was, uh, awful, of, like, there's no nostalgia there, whatever. It, it wasn't that huge of a movie, but Maverick, I, so I, you know, I saw it in the, the movie theater. I had goosebumps watching that goddamn movie. That movie was awesome. And let me tell you something else about these movies. The same thing with Star Wars uh, Force Awakens or whatever, right? I had goosebumps in that movie. I watched that movie and I watched Top Gun. I get home and then I I go to the spoilers. It's only then, this is how dumb I am, and this is how wrapped up into nostalgia I am as a Gen Xer and that our generation is the greatest. It's only then that I read the, the spoilers do I start to read, it's the same freaking plot as the original. I'm like, hmm, I didn't notice that. <laughs> but now that you now you mention it, <laughs> yeah, I can see how it's the same freaking story. <laughs> but maybe that's why I had goosebumps, because I know this shit.
1: <laughs> well, and, and, and we can go into the fact that there's like only 33 stories in the entire world. There's a whole thing about that. But, that's, but yeah, these stories were right on plot for plot beat, point, plot for, you know, point, well Maverick wasn't. Maverick, I mean, there was definitely some of it that was the same and it was a slightly different story, but it was still Tom Cruise's story as opposed to uh Rooster's story. Whereas- well,
0: just like at the end of the day, the Star Wars remakes were still like Skywalker's story.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well but because co- that's the Color it's of be. Money
1: But Color of Money really was more about the Tom
0: Cruise character than the uh uh Felsen. Felson. But that's why the movie wasn't as good because it was you can't introduce new you can introduce new characters but at the end of the day the you nostalgia gotta... factor has got to be the same thing it's one of the reasons why like if you watch the twenty one Jump Street movie which was a funny movie by the way I think those those movies were funny but to me what was the greatest part of that first twenty one Jump Street movie it was at the end when Johnny Depp and uh, the Pembroke guy freaking you know the Dom DeLuise's son. Like, the original 21 Jump Streeters were in it. That was the best part of that movie, right? What was the best part of the Chips remake? Great movie. Funny movie. But what was the best part? When Punch was in it. It's the same thing. Like, you give me the old people, I'm going to freaking fall for it every freaking time.
1: I think that, yeah, some of that's true. I don't agree. I think the best part of the 21 Jump Street movies, because I don't remember which one it is, is when... Uh, the chief realizes that Jonah Hill
0: sleeping with his daughter. I mean, is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say when the the gym teacher, who was the drug dealer, got his uh, dick blown off.
1: No, no, no. I, I, I'm more into the uncomfortable. You're what?
0: <laughs> so I think, but there's a lot of nostalgia there, right? And so I think some Absolutely. other things, right? From so what? Are, so the other day, where where am I? I'm at a a work function, and of course, we just start talking about well, back in our day. And we were talking about, you know, when computers first came out and did you go to the computer lab in college and the internet and oh I had a pager to so Obi. I threw a couple things out there. Internet pager, uh, cell well so throw cell phones out there, right? Yeah. What like what do you think back on nostalgically in those not you don't have to name all three, but in those three areas, what nostalgic, what comes back, what hits you first, like the when you you would page somebody
1: you would leave your phone number and then you would have a code so they knew who you were because a lot of times you would page somebody from somebody else's house right you're like i want to reach out to, to you know first, first of all not everyone knew that pager was a drug dealer some people with pagers just thought they were cool and wanted to be reachable and then you were <laughs> like hey we can always reach so and so but so yeah you'd be like i had a secret code and now my code is even more nostalgic because every kid learned that 800813 was boobies on their um, <laughs> calculator. Calculator. But if you get rid of the addition the first two oh eight, you just use three one eight oh, that's ob so I used to uh, that was my code. Uh, so it went all the way back to like fifth grade math class and boobies to OB. And that whenever I think of pages, I was thinking, I would leave have my number, leave the phone number in the space and three one eight oh.
0: There you yeah, go. so I, I got a pager after I got out of college, because I got a job where they needed to get a hold of me, and cell phones really weren't a thing, so I had a pager. And th- I forgot about this, but somebody mentioned to me, yeah, I had a pager, and remember, you'd get a page, and you'd have to, like, pull over to the side of the road and try to find a pay phone to call, call the person back? Like, that's some crazy stuff. Like, just even think about the phones that we had, right? So, we grew up, we had rotary phones, whatever, they're non nondescript, whatever. But then we had the touch tone. Maybe we had a cordless phone and we could like leave the room. That was pretty cool, right? But here's the thing that I I was struck upon the other day. We're real good about hashtag this, hashtag that, right? But Obi, when we were growing up, what was a hashtag called? Pound sign. Pound sign, right? I got a
1: great hashtag story. Great hashtag story. So this was before, this was like, This was in a two-year period where the first person I know to get an iPhone got an iPhone. So I I, I was working in a job for a team in a particular building. So I know somebody got uh, got an iPhone at that time. So, you know, hashtag was about to become a big word, but it wasn't yet. And so this woman I worked with, she's making a phone call, and she's told to hit the hash symbol. And she just hangs up the phone in fear that she called the wrong phone number and she had reached some sort of drug dealing phone number because they were asking about hash. Now, like you say, hashtag everything.
0: Yeah, pound. I mean, forever. It was the pound sign. You press the pound sign and then pound six or unmute your phone. Pound star 69. Six. Pound sixty well, was, was it? Pound sixty nine? Pound sixty two? I don't know. You, now star we know 69. where Star sixty nine. pound sixty nine. Now we know why Alex isn't going to go on vacation with you. Yes, but that
1: was another one. The star six was
0: it? Star sixty
1: nine? Yes, yeah, star sixty
0: nine. You could call back. Who called you? Yes, yeah. Because we didn't have caller ID. Because you didn't yeah. have caller ID. Dude, look, so this is crazy. Think about this. And maybe we've talked about this before, but this is crazy. I don't think how did we ever answer the phone before not knowing who it was? It was like playing the goddamn lottery every time the phone rang. Yeah. You, you, you had to answer it. But what about, you can't tell me that you weren't involved
1: with either being, I, I was not the caller, but we had a friend who had a crush on a girl and all summer, he must've called her like twice a day and then chickened out and hung up the phone.
0: Cause you could do that. You'd be like, yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't <laughs> do that shit anymore. <laughs> Now, actually, you probably go to jail for that because you'd have, <laughs> yeah. like, 67 hang-ups. We're like, right. You called me 67 <laughs> times this summer. I called the police on you. And they're like, yep, over 65 goes to jail.
1: Yeah, you you done. No, I was just afraid every time they me Well,
0: and listen, the other problem you used to have, right, you had a crush on a girl. If if you got the balls up to call her, her dad would always answer the goddamn phone. Oh, like, absolutely. I think the reason I didn't call girls wasn't because I didn't want to talk to them it was cuz I knew the dad was going to answer and I didn't want to talk to the dad It was
1: definitely an extra level of uh concern I mean it was hello is she there uh, yes who's calling uh yeah <laughs>
0: Your voice is cracking You go through to puberty Oh yeah that was That was bad
1: Yeah yeah oh and And, and you couldn't one of, the, one of the advantages though was you couldn't drunk dial Cause I There was an ex-girlfriend Who lived kind of close to me And sometimes I would stumble home And if uh, I had a, a cell phone I definitely would have been calling her So that was An advantage because you Cause
0: you because you, you wouldn't call in the middle of the night cuz you thought her parents would answer.
1: You thought her parents were, uh, yeah, you think her parents would answer and you know like as you're walking by the house and you can't like scream it. Eh. You know, that's not a it's not a convenient thing to do in the middle of a suburban town, but with a cell phone, like, "Oh yeah.
0: How are you?" So, Obi, I'm yeah, I, I agree. The phone the phone has changed the uh, kids today. I, not even mentioning texting, right? Like, which is ridiculous. We couldn't even do that. We had to talk to people's dads. But getting off the phone for a second, I, I'm going to a movie tomorrow night, and I don't go to the movies that often anymore. And, and COVID kind of screwed that whole thing up. But now I'm going to go. I'm going to nostalgically, I'm going to go see the movie about Michael Jordan from the Air Jordans, of course, because I can't get out of the 80s. But thinking about movies, and I don't know, you got teenagers right now. So do I, but I'm just thinking. You got boys; they might be a little more adventurous than my girls. Are is it easy to get into rated R movies when you're not 17 now, or is it harder? Oh, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, I I, remember. Yeah, I don't remember
1: what movie it was that Sammy, because Sammy was a a guy who would arrange for all his friends to go to movies, and he. I think I may have said this before. He would buy all the tickets on Fandango and, of course, round it up from like seventeen thirty-five to $18, you know, make a few uh, few cents on it. And, of course, people are like, I only have a $20. he would be like, well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exact <Right>. change only. <laughs> right, right. So, but I remember the first time he wanted to see an R-rated movie, he was about, you know, 16, 17. I, they probably, one of them had their lights, whatever. Uh, I said, just buy the tickets and go in. Don't worry, no one's going to ask you anything. And, it don't, you know, they just went right in, no
0: no issue. I remember being in middle school, going to see Nightmare on Elm Street. I was in middle school, and I was like the shortest kid in school. I was a, I was I was pretty short when I was in middle school, even beginning of high school. And so, of course, I I go up to buy the the ticket to Nightmare. I, I'm telling you, I was probably 12 or 13 years old, and I'm going to buy a ticket to Nightmare on. Elm Street. And all my friends had already gone up; they already got their tickets. And the freaking woman, says, "No, you're not 17. I'm not. I'm not selling you the ticket." And I was like mortified because I knew all my friends had already bought tickets. Like now I'm screwed. And by the way, how the hell was I going to get a hold of my parents? They didn't have a pager. And I was, like, <laughs> I was, like I was like I was I was going to sit outside this movie theater for an hour and a half by myself, right? So I was like mortified. This was terrible. And I never forget like this girl who's in the same grade as me says, "Oh, I'll buy your ticket." <laughs> so I give her the money, <laughs> and she goes up and buys the ticket. And I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Like we're all thirteen here." <laughs> And I, I don't know. But anyway, I got to see Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't know. The whole thing was crazy to me. I, I remember, I think it was Shocker was the
1: movie we were going to see, which was a rated R horror flick. And I remember about being be about the same age, somebody's parents dropped us off. And I'm like, wait, how, how are we going to get the tickets? And my one friend just walks up, buys the tickets. And then I'm like, oh, that was easy. And then I never worried about it again. But I mean, I don't think I, I was probably a little older than you. I don't, and I certainly wasn't like tiny. And one <laughs> of the dudes I was with was, I can't remember him not being six foot, so you know, um, it probably made it a lot easier, but still, yes, totally, yeah, you're right. Your story, by the way, is the one guy who doesn't get into a rated R movie, and then it was still like, Hi, my younger sister will buy the ticket. Is that okay? Sure,
0: yeah, well, so the kicker is. It's like going to a bar where, like, if the bouncer lets you in, like, the bartender still has discretion to tell your ass that he can't. He's not going to serve you, right?
1: Right.
0: And, but the ticket taker was like, all right, sure, fine, you got a ticket. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was, right. Like, I was now, so nervous going to that ticket taker. He's like,
1: yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean,
0: first of all, the people who work there aren't all 17. Well, maybe, no, I didn't know them. So maybe they were, I, yeah, I don't know how old they were, but right. I just, it was hilarious that, This woman, I'm just thinking back on this story, like this woman who was an old, well, by the way, I say she was an older woman. She was probably in her, probably early 30s. I thought she was an old lady, but probably in her early 30s thinking about it, right? She's younger than my daughter is now. Yeah, but meanwhile, she decides, I'm telling you, there's like 20 of us. She decides to draw the line with me. It wasn't like there was a lot of ticket takers, like people tell them. Well, there might have been two people. Either way, why draw the line with me? I'm telling you, Obi, it was like the worst two minutes of my life. The two minutes that I realized I was going to be sitting at the mall by myself. But here's the other thing. That person,
1: this is the decision that they made. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying imagine them making this decision today. They had a choice, let you see a movie that you may not be old enough for with a bunch of people or make you be in the mall alone. Nobody would make you be in the mall alone today. They'd be like, here's a ticket. Sorry, I can't tell you that ticket, but here's a ticket to the PG. Let me just give you, they were like,
0: oh, man, kid, you're
1: stuck in the mall. Yeah. All alone, no contact with your parents.
0: Well, first of all, I probably wouldn't be allowed to be stuck in the mall because I think you got to be 18. There's, like, curfews because of the fights and stuff. But here's the other thing, and you know this damn well, too. Like, I certainly, you notice how I'm only talking about I'd be stuck in the mall because I wasn't walking home. You know why I wasn't walking home? Not because I wasn't lazy, but because a white van was going to stop and pick me up and, like, take me off to Mexico. I was going to get kidnapped, like, stranger danger, man. We were so brainwashed that a white van was going to kidnap our ass that I wasn't walking home at dark after dark. No way.
1: Yeah, by myself
0: kid- from I, the I, mall. No I, way. I
1: think the kids are just as, are just a stranger danger, if not more so now than they were then.
0: But the kicker is, stranger danger is not even a real thing unless they're shooting you, right? Like that's a real thing. But but as far as getting kidnapped or sexually molested, it's really people you know, right? You know, it's, like- really fu- it's really your It's really your dad's danger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or your uncle, or your pastor, right? All that stuff, right? But yeah. so, so one other thing will be nostalgia that I got to bring up that I don't think other generations had to deal with. Even the younger generation, hey, we're joking about your son. You know, maybe that's why he's not going on vacation because he's going to try to get try to get some action. Is we're the generation, we're the only generation that grew up afraid to die from sex. Not one other generation ever had the fear of dying from having sex drilled into their heads. Think about it. HIV was a real, it's a real thing now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not minimizing it. But when we were growing up, we were told if you have unprotected sex, it wasn't even about getting a girl pregnant. You will die. You will die. You will die. Oh, and by the way. It's going to be years. a quick death. It's going to be a quick death. And people will probably make fun of you for it.
1: Two years. That's what you got. You, get, you got HIV. Two years. See ya. Bye.
0: Yeah. 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 So and we now- really, we really didn't have fun as teenagers. No. Because <laughs> no, we were no, going to well- die if we had fun.
1: Well, that's why we drank so much. That's why our generation drank more than other generations, because we had to be drunk because we were going to die if we had sex. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well not
0: remember why we're dying. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm not so nostalgic about that, but it does burn my ass that younger these generations today, these kids today, they're they're not afraid of dying. Why did I have to grow up afraid of dying? Obsessed. sex, of sex, they, they're afraid
1: of dying in school. We're afraid of dying from sex. Well, that's
0: that's a, that's a great point. I went to school every day, knew I wasn't going to die because I wasn't getting <laughs> laid there. I never worried about dying in <laughs> school because ain't no girl wanted me there. It's a good this point.
1: Safest place I could be. There's no
0: sex. Wait, there's twenty. How many girls? Twenty. Oh, I'm safe there. No, <laughs> yeah. well, not dying tonight. <laughs> Hey look, we're going to a party. There's girls. Yep, not dying yep. tonight. Hey, hey. It's all dudes. Well <laughs> Well I guess I'm you know, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm gonna be safe.
1: <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, well, somebody Wait, might hit me. wait,
0: and there's no dudes driving a white van? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's the stuff we had to worry about. But anyway, that's that's the points that I had to make tonight.
1: I think you covered a lot uh, of good points. Uh, you, we discussed our, our television shows. I mean, you didn't, you didn't mention my favorites growing up. Like I told you, I like the Hour Adventure. So you, you, you left off Knight Rider, The A-Team, Miami Vice. Those were my shtick.
0: Yeah, uh, so I loved all those. And by the way, uh A-Team remake, Miami Vice remake. Knight,
1: Knight Rider, Rider should
0: have Knight Rider should have a remake. They had, had, a a remake, remake, had,
1: a, had a remake television show, Knight Rider 2000.
0: Right, right. But they should have a movie with stuff. It's funny.
1: So I, I, like where
0: Kent runs over, Michael, you know, that'd be funny.
1: <laughs> I, I, I tried to watch on Netflix, uh, Night Rider, but it was there. I think it was Netflix, whatever. It doesn't really matter. We're not getting sponsored by anybody. So fuck you. Uh, and I put it on Night Rider was the most mellow, dramatic shit. I was like, "What the hell?" Like I just remember watching it with a car and him trying to hit on women in action. It is all melodrama. <laughs> yeah,
0: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. This is why I know it's nostalgia. By the way, this is why I know it's nostalgia. Watch Night Rider. Watch Chips. Watch any of those shows on Netflix or Prime or whenever you can get. They suck, actually.
1: <laughs> they suck.
0: They actually suck like, you can't watch, you're not going to watch them again. Like, you watch, like, hey, look, nostalgia, but they suck. That's why when they remade them, they all remade them into these slapstick comedies because that's the only way they're actually watching. I'm <laughs> a firm believer in that. I went back, I watched, like, I loved Emergency growing up. You know what movie uh, or TV show had its, like, 50th anniversary recently was um, The Six Million Dollar Man. Right. love that show. I bet you it sucks.
1: You know what else? I wonder how. Well, no. So I here we go. A slight different turn. So the the show that I the kiss came to mind right now was the Incredible Hulk, right?
0: Oh, with, with the, uh with the uh, Rigno. Oh, yeah. that show
1: sucked too. But all of these shows that we're kind of talking about, they had the same sort of storyline. Somebody who's on the kind of the run, whether it's the Hulk, the A team. Even Michael Knight's not in the run, but just like roaming around, shows up. Well, he's a different
0: he's a different guy because he got shot in the face, right?
1: Right, shows up in a town and somebody needs help, and he's there to help them. Like, what a coincidence! Wherever I go, people need my help.
0: So, what was it about Americans back in the eighties that we were so afraid of and needed help from the Russians? You're right, the Russians. so that's the last, you're right. That's the one thing I wanted to go into, the Russians. And I could go on a big rant here. Who the Russians. But we, but we, Talk about we, we grew were up, scared of. We, oh, Jesus Christ, were we afraid? Not only, I was afraid to get laid because I was going to die, but if I didn't die that way, a bomb was going to drop on my head and nuke my ass, right? We did the drills in school, which, by the way, those drills in school weren't going to help us. It was a freaking nuclear weapon. Then we yeah. saw that, the 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 movie, day after tomorrow, the day, the day after, well, Red Dawn too, but day after, when they actually had the nuclear bomb, like, oh Jesus Christ, they just disappeared, like, and then the sure. people who lived like lost their hair in like in a day, I'm like, oh my God, so we were afraid of the Russians, and then you fast forward to today, and there's people who like the Russians. Are you freaking kidding me? How do you like? You're, I know you're not a Gen Xer if you like the Russians. If you the Russians, like the Russians, you are not a Gen Xer. The Russians were the biggest boogeyman in the world like like you you and a wife, russian with hiv can you imagine a hot russian with hiv jesus christ that was the biggest boogeyman you could ever have like a hot drago's woman wife. with hiv that was Russian. yeah drago's oh <laughs> oh yeah there's some the only thing that about her was she wasn't really russian right
1: no she wasn't Neither was drago but boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're right if she was really russian And had HIV, Jesus Christ, we'd all be running from her. Yeah, that's the other thing about our generation. We thought we were going to get nuked every day. We did. We did. Like, the
1: idea that, uh, yes, I would think we had this conversation about a year and a year ago when when the whole thing started with the Russians. We're like, the Russians are the bad guys again. The world makes sense. It makes sense again. But you're like... And all the movies, the Russians, and all of a sudden the Russians had to stop being the bad guys in the movies. And you're like, wait, what? What? Wait, what?
0: Can you imagine? I mean, in the last year, people probably have found Rocky Four like, enjoyable again. But for about 15 years, people were like, well, I don't get Rocky Four. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why does he want to beat Drago up? What but is... now people are watching, like, beat that mother up.
1: <laughs> if I can change and you can change, then wait, what does that <laughs> even mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's the stuff. The other generations don't have that. And these millennials, they don't know what we're talking about.
1: Well, they don't have it yet. But I, I do feel like a lot of the, the I guess we're behind the boomers. Like a lot of their stuff didn't as much as our stuff stand the test of time. Like we've talked about this before. Like I was looking at the Billboard top number one song by year. And like the nineteen. It starts in the late 40s. and 40 through 62, he ain't never heard of these songs at all. Like, the Uh, songs don't even matter to 1962. And their television, the first television show, you kind of go back and you think about, okay, there's Bang,
0: Zoom to the Moon.
1: But it's like Taxi nineteen and MASH. That's when TV starts to matter. Like, it's kind of like...
0: I think, Obi, I think you're going on to a whole other episode because (laughs) music, I was going to go music, but I was listening to 80s on 8 today because, yes, I'm old and I'm a Gen Xer and the go-go's came on we got the beat and i was just i was just bopping out to that song now listen that song sucked i'm sure it sucked but i'll tell you something i turned it up i listened to the whole goddamn song and there is not a song from the 50s that's that good there's not one i'm sorry but boomers lose silent generation the reason it's called the silent generation is cuz i don't think they had music and their films were silent so they didn't have yeah you know, like so anyway we have the go-go's we have other things. We got, we're gonna have that as another episode. But th- I'm telling you, the nostalgia piece. These other generations, they they they're lacking. That's all there is to it.
1: They are lacking.
0: They're slackers. They ain't got nothing. Right, and we were the ones that were called slackers. I think that was a form of projectionism. Yes, by yes, yes, we we
1: we were the slacker generation. Meanwhile, now we're doing all the work. Right. Our- Parents retire. And spend our inheritance on cruises spend with us. Money.
0: That's right. They're spending That's their right. money. <laughs> the best, the best, then I, I got to shut up. But the best is. <laughs> yeah, right. We, sure. We go on vacation with our parents and they go, I got this one about at dinner, right? I got this one. And you're like, thank you so much. That's so great. And then when you're walking back to your and you're like, holy shit, I just paid for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like, I paid for it now or later. I just paid for it just 20 years early. That's all. But I paid for it. Well, that's why you got it when you're on the cruise.
1: You got it with them. And Eric's not there. You really got to get as much as possible. So you get more than you know, half. Yeah, because I'm getting
0: his half. I know. I, I, got to, they me. have
1: to outspend the last cruise.
0: So trust you're the me. winner. I figured this out a couple of years ago. I know what I got to do. I got to spend Eric's money. Because my money's already getting spent. I got to spend right. his money. That's right. We can't, and, and you know, you don't need it. He's at the dirt track. That's right. He's on, he's on, he's on uh, a redneck vacation. That's going to be a new, that's going to be a whole new, we could do a podcast episode on redneck vacation too. We got a lot of podcast episodes coming out of this one. We should probably cut this one short, but All uh, we can talk about redneck uh, vacation and dirt slinging another time. <laughs>
1: And that other time, guess what? We're going to suck because the charm is that we suck. I'm Obi. That said, we are Drinking from the Garden Hose. Talk to you next week.